0: Happy Thursday, everybody. This is Harriet Westmore, the host and podcaster of the More Self Discovery, uh, discovery, discover yourself by acknowledging your own journeys. I'm sorry, I it's just been one of those Thursdays. I, I apologize. I kind of kind of had a little brain freeze there, but nonetheless, I'm here. And our my special guest is here from last week, Miss. Rosa Green of the 48 Hour LLC uh, Enterprise, or I'm calling her Enterprise because she is so phenomenal. She does so many things. So So let's uh, get started. For those of us who are on YouTube, please hit that subscribe, hit that like button so the algorithms can start uh, going up so we can bring more content. And Those who are wanting to chat, please feel free to chat and join us in on the conversation. So um, without further ado, um, last week, Rosa, thank you for coming back. This is part two of our uh, discussion in a series about mind and motivation. Um, Last week, we were talking about how you um, manifest yourself through your mindset and becoming an entrepreneur And so this week, let's talk about your coaching side of of your business. So let's get started with that. Um, How how did that come? How did that manifest and what do you offer? Okay. So, um, I'm not sure how many business
1: owners, when they started their business, considered doing this or if they've done this in other places in their life, but I created a focus group. So at the beginning of starting my business, I said, hey, I want to make sure that I have relatable services, that I have affordable prices, and that for whatever my clients pay, that they're definitely getting their money's worth. So what I did to ensure that is that I reached out to potential uh, new and aspiring business owners and created a focus group. And I asked them a series of questions that was related to the business and told them, you know, what my mission statement was, what my vision statement was. Learned a little bit more about them and then went into the meat and potatoes of my businesses business concerning, Hey, you know, at first when I started 48 hours, it was just to provide a simple 48 hour solution. Start your business. Great. Have a great day. Hope you have a great start to your business. There was not really a lot more that I thought needed to be provided. Well, when I started asking questions in the focus group and asking questions concerning, you know, what is it that new and aspiring business owners need? They said support. Like, you know, a lot of things that they're finding, they're finding out by accident. They're going to a lot of different resources. They're going on Facebook, Instagram, Google, talking to people, a mentor here, a mentor there, a business owner that they're familiar with, but all of these different places to gather information on how to create their one solid business. so from that conversation i'm like okay so it sounds like based on the things you're saying that you need a training session that will allow you to know truly step by step by step how to be able to scale your business while you're still very new so that you can be able to build the critical foundation pieces so that you can have a strong business as you grow so From there and me talking to the focus group, I put it out there uh, and people were interested. Uh, The focus group even allowed me to see that, hey, the discovery session that people, especially when there's no cost involved, they tend to talk freer about the things that they have going on. Uh, And not that they don't talk freer when they do pay money, but when you pay money, a lot of times it already disqualifies people because in most cases, mm-hmm. hey, listen, they're starting a business because they're losing a job or because they need more income. So they don't necessarily mm-hmm. have the extra dollar amount to be able to pay to talk to you. Right. And I understand that some people's business model requires it because they need to eat and things like that. But I really am in the mindset of. Feel free to give away some of your products, some of who you are, some of your gift, just a couple of nuggets so that people will want more of you. Right. So I took the price of my discovery session away uh, and I've been having great conversations with new and aspiring business owners, finding out all kinds of things. What made them interested in their business? What keeps them going and helping them to decide, Hey, here are some next steps that you may not even thought of. And whether they work with me afterwards or not, I am definitely helping my community to have a soundboard, to be able to talk to, to be able to give them information. I'm not going to steal their business. Why? Because uh, their business is not for me. Right. I will never flourish in their business, in their vision. So their dreams, their hopes and
0: aspirations are
1: safe with me.
0: I think that is definitely awesome. The fact that you, um, before you uh, jump, leap into a business, have a focus group and find out, pick their brain, so to speak, and see where their um, passion is and hone in on that and what type of services they want to, or, or products they want to provide before or even in the beginning baby stages of starting their business. Because, I mean, like you said, me, myself, I mean, things that I'm not, I'm trying to learn on things that I want to do for my business, Um, uh, searching through Google, um, going through the Facebook groups that everybody has. And I noticed everybody has different, You know, you ask a question, you put the question out there and everybody has so many different answers. You kind of get kind of confused. Well, which way is the right way? Which way? You know, I guess no answer is the right answer It's just everybody's perspective. Mm -hmm. And to have somebody like you that kind of help people to kind of narrow down that uh, what they're looking for and how to get to that step by step. It it is it's a lot easier. And I would feel comfortable, you know, Having someone like you as a support so I can just go to you specifically and then, you know, you will help me, you know, through the process. Absolutely. Um What I found
1: is that, you know, people No, I'm not an industry expert from the standpoint of do I think I know the best answer? No. But I have 20 years of experience with the answers I do have, and I try my best to make sure that in all things that I do, similar to what I said last week, that I am creative, I am efficient, and I am strategic. So if you are somebody who needs strategy, if you're someone who needs creativity, some out-of-the-box thinking, and you need an answer that's going to be efficient, that's really going to get you from point A to point B, that's what you can get from me. And I try to make sure that I'm consistent so that people know that Um, I'm even, you know, it was a situation where someone went out on Facebook, you know how they do sometimes, hey, I'm looking for this, 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 and this. And I saw my name along a list of great women who I support and I believe have answers and tools that are successful. And even with that, my approach was, listen. Hey, yes, I can reach out to you concerning your business. However, you have a great amount of people to pick from that all have great information. So truly feel free to sit down with all of us and see which one of us is going to work best for you. Now, will it yield me an appointment? Who knows? But you know, so many times people as business owners, you're not always willing to love people with the open hand, knowing that they may actually go somewhere else. Right. I don't mind if you go anywhere else because my business, my clients are for me and mm-hmm. there's nothing going to deter that. So, you know, even with that, I, I, my approach to business. And even when I'm coaching people, I try to coach people to understand, Hey, listen, everything you are doing is a gift. People don't have to book with you. They don't mm-hmm. have to work with you. They don't have to buy your products. They don't have to buy your services. So now that you have that in your mind that It is a privilege for people to work with you and things Mm -hmm. like that. Your approach is different because I have seen that sometimes with business owners that they're really working in this like she should book with me. And, you know, this this attitude that doesn't necessarily yield you profit. Mm -hmm. Let's say that. Mm -hmm. Or if it does yield you profit, it yields you very short term profit where, yes, that person worked with you once, but they're not necessarily likely to work with you again. So my approach, again, is just to try to give away as much information as needed to build rapport. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we can be able to look at what services you truly need versus the ones that, hey, are available for you at a time in which it works best for your business. Everyone doesn't need coaching right away. Everyone doesn't need me to organize their business. Some people just need help with the website. Can you spend a few minutes and walk through this with me? Sure, no problem. Mm -hmm. And then after that 30 minute session where we're talking about your website, I'm definitely going to talk to you about, hey, in the case that you need other support and things like that, this is the products and the services I provide. But I really do go in knowing that, hey, the 30 minutes that you've given me, you didn't have to give me. Let me make sure that you get more than enough for your free session. And then from there, we can be able to talk about the services that I provide.
0: Now, during your focus group, can you kind of give us a little bit of tidbit of uh, what type of questions you ask? So for those of us who are those who are considering starting a business, give them something to think about. Um I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning. So your focus group really does not have to
1: have a large amount of people. I say invite 10 people so that Mm -hmm. you can get three to five to participate. And you want to even number because if it's, something that for whatever reason needs to have a vote or you know you have a mixed party where two people say I like it this way another two say you like it this way you have kind of a tiebreaker person so have Mm a odd amount of people uh, to get together Uh, you can definitely do it via zoom I did it via zoom it could be in person totally up to you but I did Mm it um, via zoom so that it was flexible with people's time and it wasn't limited just to the people who are in my neighborhood and again and I identified questions uh, around the swatting process. So strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. I asked questions concerning that so that I could really make sure that I identified my strengths, mm-hmm. I identified my weaknesses, I identified my opportunities and my threats. Mm-hmm. But from the standpoint of science see how they perceive my business. So I told them, you know, hey, this is my mission statement. This is my vision. This is the areas in which I think that I am strong in and that my business is strong in. And I asked them, do you see that, there is anything else that could be a possible strength around the business and the services I'm providing. It was like, well, I like the fact that it's hands-on. You don't really talk about the fact that it's hands-on. That would be something that's interesting to know is that, hey, you're not just going to send us out there some information or talk to us for a few minutes that you really go and take notes and you take our information and you really answer the questions that we ask. Mm -hmm. Um, So I added that to my strengths when it came to identifying what is the things that were um, that I needed to make sure that was standing out about my business. Uh, Then I went into my weaknesses. I identified, I said, you know, what are some things that, you know, as far as my weaknesses, I feel that my weaknesses, just like most small business owners, is marketing and visibility. Not enough people see us, not enough people know what we do. um, And the solution to that is keep working. (laughs) Now, there are some other things, you know, it's a matter of, you know, looking at social media posts. You know, you have TikTok, you have Instagram, you have Facebook. Then there's still those traditional, hey, getting your business card out there, going to networking events, uh, being on podcasts like this so that people have an opportunity to be able to meet you, to be able to see you in what could be a normal atmosphere so that they can kind of get an idea of who you are in a professional setting. So we identified those weaknesses and then even with their businesses, hey. These are some things that could possibly hold you back. And this is where you want to work to grow that information. Opportunities, we brainstorm, you know, what are some creative ways to be able to do the things you do in your business? Uh, one of the people that was in the focus group was actually an author who was looking to do um, no, excuse me, that's not the truth. Uh, one of the people who was in the group, she was a personal trainer. No, mm-hmm. not personal assistant. Mm-hmm. Jesus, okay. Uh, she was a personal assistant. She worked at a big university, but she really wanted to look at being a virtual concierge. She was like, "I feel like I'm always supporting all these big ideas, and I would I get a lot of joy out of it." And mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, that's great. So, who are some of your?" target audiences? How can you find these people? And we were able to pull out opportunities for everyone in their businesses. And even for myself, like, hey, here's some things that you can do. So to say the least in this focus group, you're really asking all of the questions that you tend to ask yourself that you don't feel like you have the answers by yourself to Uh this group of people. And hopefully you were strategic when you picked this group of people to be your focus group, to make sure that it was people who could possibly benefit from your services afterwards. So who are truly a new and aspiring business owner who could benefit from either having their business officially created or, or benefit from having hands-on coaching afterwards. So uh, out of that group, I ended up, uh, let's see, one, two, three. Uh, I had a discovery session with most of the individuals that was in the focus group. Uh, and from there, I had at least one person who signed up. Again, I took it as a privilege because that was one. More person at the time than I had. It started off a coaching program that I love. My clients that I'm working with, they're having a lot of success. So I'm grateful that I had the focus group because I would have never thought to do this offhand or right away. Uh, and I'm glad that I did.
0: Wow. That that mean that that's I'm sitting here listening. I'm I'm like thinking all kinds of things. I said, where were you when I when <laughs> I started this? Where were you? <laughs> um for those of us now you said something that's interesting as far as um the marketing or putting yourself out there, and that is the N-word. Networking Networking. absolutely, what is for those of us? And and by the way, for those who are watching live, if you have any comments or questions, um, feel free to type it in and and I'll you know definitely um include your uh question while we're talking. Um, networking for those of us, because I'm 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 kind of an introvert and I have to push myself out there, and and I know I'm not going to get you know any clients or anything, any uh support or anything by just sitting behind a computer all day. I have to push myself out there. Do you have any kind of um technique or, or, or advice for those of us who are, you know, kind of hesitant Wants to, I mean, it's not that we're stuck up or anything. People got that misconception that we're standoffish. It's just not that it's just that, you know, it takes us a while to, you know, be out there and, you know, To be among people and and, and to, you know, put ourselves out there with, you know, potential clients or strangers or partners or whatever. So what, what would you say to people like us?
1: Uh, I'm going to say that if you're an introvert, stay in your lane from the standpoint of you don't have to physically go to networking events. It could be a matter of you using, especially with COVID, it -hmm. taught us, hey, we got to be creative and we still got to work our businesses. So I know even for me, because I am such a busy person and I can't Mm -hmm. always get to events, I have Mm -hmm. a script that I send out to people. Uh, I do try to make sure that it's something that we do have in common. So I don't just seem like spam, you know? Right. right. (laughs) But I create a script uh, based around whatever it is that I'm talking about. So um, similar to what I did even in reach out to you. I trip specifically to people's podcasts. Why? Because Mm -hmm. I know that when people see me and they hear me, they hear my passion, they hear uh, the information that I'm given it's going to attract them to my business and they're going to attract Mm -hmm. them to me. So I created a script and I send out those messages. I try to make sure that uh, the message is tailored to the person, because even though it's a script, it doesn't mean that I'm saying the same thing to the same person. No, it just means that the basic format is the same. So Mm -hmm. uh, I do, I create a script around that. If I see that there is a business owner who may be in a group that I'm in and they're always asking Questions about support. I have a script around that. Hey, I see that you have started your business. Congratulations. I would love to be able to sit down and talk to you for 30 minutes. No obligations, but I would like to talk to you about your business and get an idea of what you have going on and to see if maybe it is something I can be able to help you with. Wow. And, you know, all of my scripts, all of this, and I do this all from the comfort of my home. I probably have been to A handful of networking events. Most of them were out of state. Mm -hmm. When I went, um, when I was traveling for my businesses, I went to events and made sure that I passed out cards and things of that nature. But Mm -hmm. even that, those conversations started from someone's inbox or someone's text message where I had conversations with them. We set up a Zoom call from that Zoom call now we made travel arrangements because we see that hey uh they needed me there in person. So uh that's how I got to Phoenix. That's how I got to New York. That's how I got to Atlanta. Uh and that's how most of my travels go with my business is that I started with a wholesome, honest conversation mm-hmm. here in the comforts of my home in a place where there's no judgment and went from there. If someone read the message, great. If they didn't read the message, I have the choice then to be able to follow up with them or not follow Mm -hmm. up with them. And yeah. And then I try to make sure that I'm consistent in answering. um, If they do send out any information, I try to make sure that I'm consistent in responding to them Mm -hmm. and having a dialogue about just life. So, you know, Hey, I see that this is happening, you know, going on people's pages uh, and saying, hey, I see that you were just celebrated for this. Or I see you just launched a new website. So people want to know how much you care more than they want to know how much, you know. So I make sure that I take all of that skill sets into my conversation. And uh, from there, I successfully network each and every day.
0: Successfully network. What are the pitfalls of networking? What what was the pet peeve of yours? as uh, what or the do's or do not do when you try to connect with someone for business? Um. Really learn about the
1: person that you're reaching mm-hmm. out to. Really learn about what they bring to the table. Why you know people love to talk about themselves,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and people hate when you talk about yourself more than you talk about them okay so you know practice if you have to sing a lullaby in your head to keep you from interrupting them do the things you need to do but learn truly um learn to be silent to listen to what is being said um and that's where i think a lot of people end up talking themselves in and out of partnerships because they've kept talking where the person is like hey i'm interested but you're busy still trying to sell yourself Mm -hmm. and now the person is no longer interested because they're like Like, hey, if you can't even recognize that the conversation has moved on to somewhere different and you're still there, how is this partnership going to work on uh, different circumstances? So, you know, making sure you really are able to listen uh, to the things that said um, when you follow up with the person, reminding them of the things they say is always good. You mm-hmm. want to remind them, hey, remember we had this conversation about this, this, and this. You don't want to remind them of when they missed your call. You don't want to remind them that they didn't answer your call back or they didn't respond to your email. No one wants to be reminded that they didn't do something. <laughs> so don't <Right>. do that. <laughs> like, hey, I sent you a message two
0: weeks ago. Did you get it? Right.
1: No one likes that.
0: <laughs> and that, that That's a good point because it makes me feel when someone says that to me or, or whatever, I kind of feel... I'm like I, I do I do feel a little bit of you know something about that. It does make me feel a certain type of way when someone says that. So that's, now, that's, that's a good point. It it can it be said without being said. Right, 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 right. And the
1: best way to do that is simple words like I am just following up on our previous conversation. It doesn't say, hey, you, you did not call me back. It's Mm -hmm. just saying simply, I am following up on our previous
0: conversation. That's a good, that's a good phrase. Yeah, I can accept that. And, and yep. I can read it or I can embrace Yeah, because in most cases we were busy people. We
1: said, we were going to email you in an hour. When we got to our car, we realized we spilled our coffee this morning. We forgot eight hours ago. Now the car needs to be clean. We get mm-hmm. home. We got to cook dinner and stuff. Mm-hmm. The dog didn't ate my shoe. Now I can't find my <laughs> shoe. Someone else called and they're having a life crisis and I didn't do any of this on purpose, but now I have missed the time frame in which I said I would follow back up with you. Right. Right. So you know, no one wants to be reminded of that bad day that they had or that it slipped their mind. Uh, But they they can appreciate a gentle nudge. Hey, I just want to follow up on our previous conversation. I'm excited to talk to you. Let Mm -hmm. them know what you're excited to talk to them about, because, again, they may not remember Mm -hmm. Uh, and go from there.
0: So that's a few do's and don'ts on my end. How do how can we as business owner accept rejection? remember that you hang up on your creditors.
1: <laughs> I'm real I'm real honest. Like every day that you hang up on a bill collector or you don't answer a call that you know is from somebody that is asking for something you don't have, then don't get mad when your clients or people don't call you back and don't answer your phone calls either. You know, put it in perspective. Mm -hmm. You truly got to put it in perspective. If you're not losing time and energy worried about Johnny, who just called from this recovery company or that recovery company, (laughs) when you hung up on him, don't cry when someone hangs up on you. I don't, you know, for me, that works. Now, it's always easier said than done. You know, Mm -hmm. you still get frustrated, like, oh, that person, they didn't say what I wanted to hear or, you know, they told Mm -hmm. me no. But Mm -hmm. even then, the no's are practiced. And I tend to ask when people ask me no, I ask, is there any reason why you couldn't tell me why you're saying no so that I can be prepared in the future to work with you or anyone else? So I ask for the reason, because in most cases, people are saying no to the situation. They're saying no to their finances. They're saying no to all of the other things that's going on in life. They didn't even hear what you said in most cases because they were busy, because they have other things going on. Now, Mm -hmm. there are some chances where you could explain your spiel. They listen to you and the answer is still no. Mm -hmm. But even then ask them if they would you be willing to share with me your reasons? No, it helps me to compile the strategy so that I can either be able to work with you in the future or to work with someone else who is facing the same situation you are. So uh, no, doesn't end the conversation. It just requires you to go a different direction.
0: That's an excellent comeback. That is. Um, And, you know, just to get the feedback because that will only make you better for the next, you know, person that says yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, you may not ever work with that person, but even that no
1: help to prepare you for other situations and other people who cross your path who may have a similar approach or similar response to something you've
0: asked. And to not take it personally. Now, you know, some of us who are sensitive, it's like, you know, it bothers you all day and the next day and the next week because you've got that one no. So, I mean it's business you're gonna get a yes and you're gonna get some no's i mean it is what it is and like you said um just like you hang up on the creditors i mean they're gonna they can do the same thing for you and but don't take it personally at the end of the day you know they're doing a job you're doing a job job. i had a mentor tell
1: me a long time ago be the butterfly not the mosquito Mm. okay both of them are insects they are mm-hmm. in the same family they are cousins of sorts but they're they're the same thing they're an insect however people will swat and do whatever it takes to get rid of that mosquito but right. they welcome a butterfly they even want it they feel like it's a sense of good luck but both of them right. are insects right. So if you put on your, butterf- your butterfly mentality more than your mosquito mentality, then you're more likely to attract those people who want you in their space versus, oh no, let me get a spray. Let me get a swatter. You must go away. You must die. <laughs> so be the butterfly, not the
0: mosquito when you are working your business. That is great advice. We've got a little about, over two minutes. Um, want to tell people where you are, how they can reach you and, you know, what things are coming up next because we got part three. The last part is next week. So what is it that you want people to know for today? For today, I want you to schedule a discovery session with me. Whenever I get off these podcasts, I'd be
1: so excited to answer questions that I have no one to talk to afterwards in some cases. So go ahead, go to my website, 48 LLC.com. I know it's in the show notes. I know it is attached to this uh, podcast, but come over and schedule a 30-minute discovery session. Let's brainstorm your next big goal. Let's talk about what the next 90 days of your business looks like. No pressure, no commitment whatsoever other than 30 minutes. And you have no idea where your business can go if you get the voice of someone else who truly wants your success. So I encourage everyone, if they have not scheduled a discovery session with me, go ahead and schedule a discovery session. If they're not working with me and they've scheduled a discovery session before, schedule another one because life has changed directions have changed. You may have had an aha in your business and you need help. Uh, Information truly uh, is free in that discovery session and we can develop a relationship from there.
0: There you go. I mean, you can tell anybody who's watching this and hearing this, you can just tell the passion of uh, Rosa's voice. I mean, you can tell she would be an excellent person to work with. It's not about, you know, money. I mean, you know what, that's always a part, but it's about her helping you as a person in a new, you know, as a new up and coming business. And you can just hear it in her voice and she will take good care of you. She cares about, you know, what you think and your ideas. And, uh, you know, everybody let's just support her. Um, She's given it 30 minutes. I mean, you can learn a lot about yourself. And about your potential business in 30 minutes. So why not? Why wow. not take me, you know advantage of the resource that's there? Absolutely. So, so with that being said, I really, really appreciate the all right. So I said, all right, Mrs. Green. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, another fabulous interview podcast. Uh, Again, this is part two. Please go back on my YouTube channel if you want to see part one. And that's more self-discovery podcasts on any um, on the uh, YouTube platform. And please hit that subscribe and like button on the YouTube also, you can go on www.moreselfdiscovery.com. You can see or hear past uh, videos and podcasts. Uh, great information from great people. Um, again, Miss Rosa Green, I thank you so much. Next week is our third uh, final week. And we're going to talk about, I think you showed us, uh, you showed me about some uh, clothing uh, line that you have. And I so did. We got to uh, uh, let everybody else know. It's not just you know because I'm excited. I'm, I'm just letting you guys know it's going to be a treat. Absolutely, so, absolutely. All right. Thank you guys, and you guys be safe and be blessed. Bye. Thank you.